Welcome back to Kino Cast. This your host, Bad Luck Chuck. Oh, excuse me. Good luck, Chuck. Sometimes we be forgetting oh, that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we back. That. <laughs> I know, right? We back at it with another episode. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share on all your social media platforms. Uh, head on over to YouTube. If you're watching this on Twitter, if you want to interact with us, uh, you want your comment posted. But yeah, um, let's go ahead and try to get over this hill. No pun intended. But before we do that, uh, I'd like to introduce the panel. Uh, top right hand corner is my guy, Country. Bottom right hand of our screen is the first lady, Kylie. What's up? And bottom of the screen is our homeboy, Boogie. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so what we saw, what we saw from today's Chiefs news is that mandatory minicamp has kicked off. Um, I think we see that uh, Frank Clark and Justin Ross aren't there. And I don't know if there's any other names there that didn't show up, but it looks like most of the roster showed up anyway. And the guy's basically ready to go. In Orlando. But, Orlando Brown didn't show up. Yeah, Orlando Brown, he's still getting this contract situation worked out. But it, we, we expect him to get that done at any moment. Like, it's no rush. I'm not worried. So, but what's the over yeah. under on what's the over under on Orlando Brown? The deadline is the fifteenth, so I'm thinking Fourth of July weekend, maybe. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be under. It's gonna be under as far as getting it done. So, and I think it's probably about right on your end before Fourth of July weekend hits. So, either way it goes, it's gonna get done before the deadline. I'm I'm not concerned about that at all. So. Right. I would rather it be done like yesterday. But yeah, that's okay. <laughs> right. That's all right. We'll wait till Fourth of July. <laughs> that's it. Who's taking left tackle snaps in these uh mini camps? That is a great question. Because uh, I oh man, do do you do you think they convert Kennard to left tackle give us some snaps there too? Or are they gonna stick him with right at right tackle? I would try to stick him at right, solidify the lineup. But it's probably um, Prince, Prince Tia, Wataki, whatever. I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 even try, country. Yeah, I ain't gonna even try. Don't even try. Just let it go. <laughs> See, I feel like we need to talk about this real quick because I was like, let's get this deal done, and. I kind of got some people in the comments who were like, mm, no, like he wants to be the highest paid. Like he's not worth that. Like, I don't know. But I'm like, but then who? Like, you don't want to pay him. He's protecting Patrick Mahomes. Like the guy needs to get paid. Like who do you, so I'm asking you, like, who do you think would take that spot if we're not going to pay him? Well, I know. Nobody right now. Who, who you going to replace yeah. him with right now? Yeah, because you just mentioned about uh Prince. Um, is like Daniel Crum, is that like the third left tackle on that roster? Who? <laughs> exactly. I thought Crum was a running back. I mean, uh, I thought Crum was a corner uh, quarterback. Um, well, I know I know they got another I know they got another left tackle for emergency, but that's not what we want. That's the point though. I just want to say like Currently, there's nobody to replace him with. There's nobody on the street. Unless you want to throw. I don't get to throw Joe Tooney over to left tackle because then who's going to play left guard? Al, Orlando, Alex 
Orlando Brown will play on that franchise tag, though. You think so? I think he will too. I, I think I don't think he's gonna have to. I think he will if he has to, but he's gonna get the deal done. We know how this works, bro. When it's your turn to get paid and you the next guy up, it don't matter how you it's you get paid. You know what I'm saying? If it's your turn to get paid. Hold on. We just saw what happened with Tyree. I do not thanks, thanks. like as much come as on. I want to believe that, like come on, come I, I don't trust anyone anymore. We, we, we haven't played this season yet. A Tyreek Leibniz. You talking about when you get paid, you get paid. Yeah, but we 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 not paying Orlando Brown thirty million dollars. I mean, you points. How much? You so, how much y'all think Orlando getting? I think like twenty between between twenty and twenty three, twenty five max. Which is a lot of money. It's also a left tackle. It's not a wide receiver who's about to be 30 years old. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 kind of the same, but it's different caveats in it that, that you can't compare them, the left tackle versus a wide receiver. So we're gonna get we're gonna get to that hill later, but he calm down. We're gonna get to that hill. <laughs> well, and he's also protecting a five hundred million dollar man. Yeah, insurance policy. Insurance and your quarterback license. Yep, so I, it's going to get done eventually. I'm, I'm not concerned at all. But, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, segue over to the Tyreek Hill podcast that released last Friday. It needed to be said, in which I thought some things didn't need to be said on that pod. But <laughs> but, but anyway, let's let's get to it, man. Okay, so – the first the first main bullet point I want to get to is when he talks about how him, Drew Rosehouse, and the Kansas City Chiefs couldn't come up with a number. They couldn't agree on the deal, and then the trade happens, right? So Tyreek was talking about he had a conversation with Andy Reid saying he would have settled for $25 million, right? But I have a hard time believing that because I think – I believe that Drew Rosenhaus got in his – his ear afterwards and said, Hey, I can get you a little more than 25, 26 mil. And I believe Tyree just rode along with it because remember like Drew Rosenhaus said that he was looking in the range of Devontae money. And we seen that Devontae money, he got Devontae got paid uh, 28 million per year. So I'm pretty sure Tyree and Drew Rosenhaus agreed to try to go up a little more on the numbers and the chiefs weren't willing to pay that. So as a result, the Chiefs decided to go ahead and trade him and get that haul in return. So, I mean, how did you guys feel about those comments? Who's Devontae Adams' agent? Great question. I don't know off the top of my head. It's Drew Rosenhaus. It's the same. <laughs> it's so, the same. Yeah. It's the same guy. So, <laughs> he probably right. was like, just wait a minute. I'm working on something in Vegas. Let me finish that. Then we'll come back and talk to him. So it was a play. Like, it's a genius play. Ain't nobody going to be mad at you for making that move. But you got your guys paid. You got Christian Kirk in. You got him overpaid. Then you got Devontae traded and overpaid. Or not overpaid, but I don't think he got overpaid. But no, he you got him his money. And then it was Tyreek starting to pop up. Then all three of your guys 
you had a great summer. It's no yeah, coincidence. And I don't remember a Drew Rosenhaus client settling for less money than what Drew proposes. I don't remember a player ever doing that. You know, like somebody's got to refresh my memory on that. Your cousin always got to bring up the Saints when he come on here. Shout out to my cousin <laughs> Andre. But, but anyway, like, I just – but anyway, like, this all started, you know, it all started for the Chiefs being in trouble is when, you know, Tyreek saw that Christian Kirk got that big payday and he's a slot receiver. And then all of a sudden, I think he reacted to Devontae getting paid too. So, I feel I feel like I kind of knew that, you know, the Chiefs might be in a bit of trouble here as far as trying to give him a new deal. But $25, 26000000 million, I mean, that's that's still a lot of money. But – it is what it is, man. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Chiefs had to do what they had to do. And I believe, like, I wouldn't mind a Tyreek stand, but at the same time, uh, Russell kind of looked, would have kind of looked top heavy for the future, if you get what I'm saying. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to do, he got a little more, more freedom in Miami, too. You know, so you got to add that into the conversation, too. He's been on Kevin Hart. He's doing a podcast. He would have never been able to do a podcast here. I don't think he would have ever been able to do do that. What are you doing? His family's in Miami. It was many other factors. His money is probably 80% of it, but there were other factors in him going to Miami. But once you get to Miami, bro, like you got to deal with the reality of, situ- of the situation, too. You downgraded mm-hmm. that quarterback. Yeah. Period. So, as far as you, they're going to compare Patrick Mahomes to Tua at every turn, bro. Y'all not helping Tua out by releasing these whack videos. You know what I'm saying? So, now you got to come out and defend your guy every day, which is which is cool, too, but – Hey man, this is this is this is what you chose. Don't be mad because you chose it, and now everybody's reacting, and you like, well, y'all, why y'all jumping on my quarterback? Why y'all jumping on me? This is what happens, bro. This is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also it's part of the game when Tyree get them deep touchdowns when they talk shit to the Chiefs too, man. The gift wrapping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that that's part of the game too. That's gonna come. This is not over. Chuck keeps saying it's over. This no. is the last time we're going to – No, this is going to go on all season long, bro. Every time Tyreek score a long touchdown, every time Tua throw an interception trying to go for Tyreek, every time a ball bounces off Tyreek's hands, every time Juju scores, every time Envy, it's just going to be a thing all year. It's just going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So – and then if they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be a thing. If we win the Super Bowl, it's going to be a thing. If, if, if the one of us don't make the playoffs. There's, yeah, there's no scenario where it's not a thing, where it's not brought up. I mean, I listened to like half of it, and then I was sick because it was just I was over it, and I turned it off. So I only really heard – I was just like, this is a fool. Um, but what I heard was him saying, you know, like they didn't utilize me to my – full potential and Kelsey got more like he the dude had like 157 targets 151. last year I think 
159 yeah. targets last year. He still had an all pro season. And I mean, you're on a team with an all pro Hall of Fame tight end. So if what you're wanting is to be the number one target all the time, I mean, he got that and going to Miami. He's still going to have Waddle down there, though, that's also going to be getting targets. But to be honest, like, don't play it like they were trying to play you. Because when I'm listening to it and he's like, well, the first four seasons were this and it was all butterflies and rainbows. But then the last season, I just definitely felt like I was being uh, not utilized and I wasn't being like, they weren't really taking like respecting me. And it's just like, why does it have to be? I just felt like there was a lot of unnecessary things. He's like, it needed to be said, but in my opinion, it really didn't need to be said. Like chiefs aren't out here saying anything. Organization's not saying anything. The players aren't saying anything, but he's out here saying stuff. And it does, it just feels like it was a clean breakup. And now all of this stuff has been brought back up to the surface and it was unnecessary. And and then he t- I did, the part I didn't hear was him saying that two is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. And I'm just like, you're putting all this pressure on your QB. And two is probably sitting back like, now, now hold on. Don't, com- don't compare me to Patrick Mahomes. And it's just the whole thing has gotten out of hand. It's, it's like, Tyreek, Tyreek, uh, teams started defending you differently. It was harder to get you the ball. Uh that's part of the game. What are you talking about? Yeah, you would go for 197 versus Cleveland because they defended you a certain way, and then you wouldn't you wouldn't do that against Baltimore because they defended you differently. They defended us differently. People start playing that two zone. Then you had to become a short game wide receiver in the course of the season, bro, and you still produce. Like, what are you talking about? You still had your best season. So it's like somehow or another, Tyreek fell out of the inner circle this year with Pat and Travis. He, they used to be thick as thieves. Something happened <laughs> where Tyreek wasn't in the inner circle no Boogie with the heavy. <laughs> you think it's more <laughs> you, think, you think it's more than like you think there's more going on not just like off the field? To make him I think it's some off the field stuff. I think like it's some, some off the field stuff. Cause um, quiet is kept. Tyreek wasn't that past win. Right, right. Orlando Brown. But wasn't he on a family trip though at the same time? When Patrick's wedding was coming. He got he got the key to the city that same day. But so that's that's an excuse. I want to know: Was he invited to the wedding, or did he not? Go to the way. Hmm. We'll never get that answer, though. You know what I'm saying? But no, I think I think Tyreek fell out of the inner circle this year. But why? What, what, if that's the if, case, then why? What if that halftime blow up in the Cincinnati game was Tyreek and Pat? Because Tyreek wasn't really the last the last play before halftime. Tyreek and Pat, I don't know if they weren't on the same page. That play was supposed to score. Maybe Pat thought we had more timeouts than we should have. He should have known that. But then him and McCall got into it on the sidelines, remember? That that, that stuff, I'm not trying to blame Tyreek for all this, but it's just something happened. Something happened with the dynamic that they weren't the trio that they used to be. So now we got to do it. 
But a week before that, they were a huge dynamic trio when they scored in 13 seconds and they worked so well. I don't know. That, see, crazy. that's the weird part about it. It's just, it's, it's just what happened. I don't think he, Carrington, no, I don't think he's jealous, but maybe. But you're allowed to hang out with them just like, just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, D is in the circle. He's not putting money on the field. He said, Dater, come on, man. He don't care. Congratulations to him on his retirement. Yeah, shout out to Dieter on his retirement. But come on, Dieter, you really going to put his name out there like that? Nah, he's in the circle, though. I know. Come on, bro. He's in the circle. Come on, man. I know, but these guys ain't hung, hung out off the field. The field You're talking about off the field. When you know, see them hanging out, when you see them hanging out, who would be Pat, Brittany, Travis, used to be Kayla. Kayla's not in the circle no more either. Shit, right? right? Peter and Meg. Right? He got Demarcus. Demar Demarcus, Demarcus used to be in the circle. Demarcus is in Vegas now. Demarcus ain't in the circle no more. I know. Shit happens, man. But let's but let's not act like Tyreek ain't hung out with them before off the field a couple times. I, I I'm not saying hang that, out. bro. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that somehow or somehow some other he kind of was pushed out of the inner circle this year because he was traded <laughs> before he was. He's definitely oh, okay. after these comments. He's definitely out of the inner circle now. I know Pat's not happy about. Being compared to two, I mean, right. shit, it is, it is what it is. Though I mean, that's yeah. gonna come with it. He's gonna get compared to him. It doesn't matter what quarterback he went to. Does right. Pat really care? Does Patrick really care about the comparison? <laughs> no. <laughs> come on, bro. So, bro I don't care about none of that. You're worried about two? Right. Come on, man. Patrick ain't tripping off of that. But like Kylie yeah. said, all the pressure's being put on Tua now. Because now you being Held to this standard, bro. You, you, nah. Cause Pat up here, you, you gave Waddle a thousand yards, but nah, he didn't even give Waddle a thousand yards. Y'all don't had Waddle had a thousand yard or a hundred some catches, but didn't even crack a thousand yards. That's on the quarterback. What? What do you mean? So yeah, he's accurate when he throws deep. But he don't throw deep. No system. We'll see. We'll see how Miami play. We, we, we gonna oh, see. Well, okay. So, mm, I don't. I have a hard time believing that Miami's gonna scheme up the deep ball a lot like the Chiefs do, especially coming from who's their coach now? Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike McDaniel. Mike from the, um, Kyle Shanahan system. You know what I mean? But more like. Did y'all hear how Tyreek was saying he was gonna get used though? He was saying he wanted the ball quick so he can make moves and so he can make the quarterback look good. Yeah. So he wants so, the yards after the catch. He's gonna yeah, be so looking for that. He, he's going to Miami thinking he's about to be a deep threat like he was with the Chiefs. It's gonna be more just give me the ball, get out of my way, and I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? So why y'all today? <laughs> Boogie, I need to hear Boogie. I need to hear your full thoughts on it. I, I, I kind of agree with y'all, man. I, it did kind of seem like it was a, a cool breakup, but now he kind of 
saying little stuff that I don't think needed to be said. Like you said, Chuck, I, I'm with you. Like, I, 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 I see what he's saying with how he wants the ball. He can have his opinion on that. But some of that stuff, it seemed like it's more him and Veach and him and Reed. Like he was talking about that dealing with his grandpa and all that. So maybe that just made it personal. Maybe that's what it was that made him kind of steer off on the Chiefs like that, his relationship. Yeah, like he hey. felt like he felt like he wasn't like one of their main sons anymore. I mean, according to his words. Um, but at the end of the day, man, the Chiefs organization, they stood behind him like what it what is especially with his off the field stuff that he was going through mm-hmm. and everything. So before he even got to the league, I mean, we had it was questions about Tyreek before he even played a down. Like, right. I do feel, I, yeah, like I just feel like there's like some there's so much disrespect there for an organization that did so much for you. Like to come out, like they weren't coming out and saying anything, and then he has to come out and say all that. Like, can it not just be what it was and be done with it? Yeah, just just based off what the the Chiefs have done for him. Like you said, when we drafted him and while he was playing too, even though that stuff got dropped, that was a lot of drama too. Seemed like he wouldn't have tried to blast us afterwards, man. Yeah, that's just wild, man. Is it a a thing? Is is, is he trying to become... Well, he's already a superstar. He's already kind of polarizing. Yeah, is is it that? Is he trying to become... A mega star now, cause Miami's his team, right? That's what they right were now. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, he he wasn't he wasn't. I'm trying to think. Was Tyreek really that guy here? It was always Travis or Pat or Tyreek or Eric Berry. It wasn't ever his team. You said what? I'm sorry. That's what Drew was saying. Tariq is already so much bigger just because he's in Miami now than being in Kansas City. Well, then yeah. good. good for him. Go get your go get your fame. That's but fine. but you know you I'm know what good. comes with that though. So Tariq, you got to put in work. Tariq's gonna have to work twice as hard in Miami <laughs> to 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 get there to where go, he was. Right. I like. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm having a boogie. <laughs> but but yeah, man, like Tyreek, you already know the deal, man. Cause like we seen like the few times he's got on the microphone in the offseason in front of media reporters and stuff. Like when he's trying to sell the people on tour, like he don't really look as confident when he's talking. Like he gives away like facial expressions and stuff. And now you go ahead talking about how Tua is the more accurate quarterback. And like I get it, you know what I mean? Like you want to you want to try to hype up your new guy. You know what I mean? I understand. You know you don't want to be biased mm-hmm. towards one side of the coin, but we we know deep down Tyreek really don't believe that. You know, like two is good no. in the short game, but beyond that, mm. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I so- mean, I do. I respect him. I respect him for defending his QB. I feel like we were, oh Devonte Adams came out and was like Derek Carr is so much better than Rogers, and I was like. Oh. All right. But they, they played together. <laughs> that's fine. You can respect your QB. Right. <laughs> but, like, yeah, talk right now. They played together. Okay, so so are you more are you more hurt 
disappointed or betrayed by this these actions of Tyree? As a, as a fan, we all fans of Tyree. We all love Tyree Hill at one point. Does this hurt you? Are you just disappointed? Or do you feel betrayed by this? I'm more so just disappointed by him going that route, you know, with some of the things he said. You know, it was like, come on, bro. You know what the organization did for you your entire time here, bro. Like, you ain't got to steep down to this level. Like, I get that you're trying to get your podcast going and all that, but, you know, some of that, some of that stuff you said on there was bull. Like, you know it, bro. Yeah. I feel like it's been like the five stages of grief for me. Like, at first I was in shock and disbelief, and then I was just angry, and then I was, like, I was hurt in the beginning, and I felt betrayed because he was traded, and we all thought he was going to stay, and then now that we're here, I'm just disappointed that it's gotten to this point. Like, it just didn't need to get to this point, and now here we are, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. I didn't think he needed to air him out. Even like I said, even if it was something, it wasn't nothing major. Well, I, that grandpa, I can understand. Yeah, Tyreek, we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Yeah, like what our parents used to say. My parents. Yeah. Used to say. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a question though. If, 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 when it went down, if I'd have told you, hey, one of the guys that left the team. Between Tyron and Tyree, is gonna bash the organization. Who would you have voted for? <laughs> Before they even said that, Tyron. Oh man. Yeah. At the that's time. A, that's a great. That's a great question. That's Tuesday table talk. Never mind. We we saving that for next week. <laughs> Write that one down, Colin. I got it. <laughs> if I told you. Three months after being released, that one of these guys would be bashing the team. Who would you pick? I would have been. I would have picked neither. Actually, I would have been like Tyreek and Tyron. I doubt it. Like, but let's see. Let's see. Still young. I would have thought it was Tyron though. Right. But, but I would have thought he would have got picked up earlier in the offseason too. That too. That's also true. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm a promote. I'm I'm promoting Tuesday Table Talk right now. So every Tuesday, head over to the Kingdom Cast IG at Kingdom Cast Two Ks. Kylie's gonna be handling all your questions. So yeah, give Kylie some questions to answer and everything, and post on the story. So yeah, about Tuesday Table Talk. About football. Yeah, about football. No. No, no other questions. <laughs> keep it clean. Say, yeah, keep it clean. <laughs> we Kylie, be, Kylie, Kylie already got that ring on her finger, guys. Right, it's right. true. It's true. But Shout I'll inter- we'll interact. We'll answer questions. If you answer our questions, we'll answer back. It's conversation. Join the conversation. Yes, we have a group DM, so we all see what you say. So don't ask. Kindly about her curly hair anymore, please. <laughs> oh Lord. Facebook was on one dog with a couple of dudes, man. It'd be funny. We all text each other in the morning, like, did y'all see that? <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> yeah, well, 
I don't know. I'm blushing now. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday table talk. It's going to be it. So what, yeah. what else? We, Hold on. Let's talk. go back to that. Let's go back to that real quick because I did have a question on there today, and it was, do we think Tyreek will have more or less than 1,000 yards next season with the Dolphins? Tyreek is still Tyreek. He's going to get past mm-hmm. a thousand. He's going to get past a thousand. Yeah, he's going to make it work. Uh, but like I said, it's going to be harder in Miami, bro. It's, it's going to be harder. And if the pressure's on tour, like we all agree, right? So Teddy Bridgewater is breathing down his neck a little bit too. So is Tua going to finish the whole season as starter? That's the real question. Yeah, That's so question. It's, a, it's a lot of pressure on Tyreek. You've talked up the game, whether you was just promoting the podcast or not. You've talked. you got your eyes on you. you got the attention that you wanted. So now you have to deliver. You have to deliver on that promise. So he needs to go over 1,000 yards, definitely. Like way over, like thirteen hundred yards. He, he good for eleven hundred as long as he played the amount of games he's supposed to play. That's all it's about. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. He played seventeen games. He getting you eleven hundred yards. But the way he been talking, should he be giving you more than that though? Bro? That eleven hundred is different with Tua. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I think that's an accomplishment if you get like 1100, 1200 with Tua. That's how I see it. And hey, Monica know, said, put up a shut up, buddy. Oh, straight up, Monica. I Thank you, Monica, for tuning in on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, okay. shout out to our Facebook supporters, man. Yo. So, what you think, Chuck? Um, I think you get between 1100 and 1200 yards, in my opinion, because, I mean, Tua, here's the thing. This is what I've seen from the the few Miami games that I watched. Um, Tua, you know, him and Wada already got the connection from back in college. And then, you know, if they needed, like, a safety blanket to where the defense would focus in on Wada, then he'll hit Kasiki. So, I mean, yeah, remember, Kasiki, he's still there, too. But I'm sure Kasiki's target is going to go down and stuff, but it's going to mainly be the Tyreek and Wada show. And they're gonna try to use their um their speed and explosiveness and everything. And then you also got the running back situation down there too. Like you got Mostert if he stays healthy, Chase Edmonds if he stays healthy. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man. What kind of line do they got? Uh they signed they Teron Armstead. Yeah, they signed Teron Armstead from the Saints to play left tackle. So that's an upgrade. Oh yeah, 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 they did. But who else? Um, I, I I can't remember they pulled depth chart off the top of my head. So, but I know last year they you don't know the whole roster. The offensive line was kind of iffy last season. I know. I that. would love to. I would love to talk to uh, what's the dude in Miami? Uh, Omar Kelly is that his name? Yep. He's pretty solid. I would love to talk to him about that. Maybe, maybe when we play Miami or something like that, we could tap in with him. But but that's that's gonna be down. That's gonna be down the line. So yeah, like next year. 
That's going to be prime Maybe time. this year. Book that one. Book that one. They're not going to make the play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be another close but no cigar type season for Miami. If they were I mean, to I definitely... playoffs, I would, that would definitely be the prime time game. Yeah. It would have to be. I don't think they're going to make it. Unless they make it as a wild card. That's a tough division. That's a tough division. Yeah, yeah. It's not as tough as ours, but it's tough. Yeah, because you got you got you got Buffalo. They're not they're not better than Buffalo. Right. I don't even think they're ready to compete with Buffalo. New England and Miami probably on the same, so they'll probably be duking it out more. So they already fighting for second place in the division. I do feel like Miami has a better roster than New England. Right. But New England has a better and more experienced coaching staff. So, yeah. But then the other Jets. Well, the Jets ain't ready yet. Jets got a lot of talent, though. Jets Jets got a lot of talent. They coming, but I don't think they they ain't got no quarterback neither. But so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Oh, I know what we need to talk about. Robert Quinn, defensive end for the Chicago Bears, did not attend mandatory minicamp today. Possible trade candidate. Possible possible cut. Possible Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> right. Listen, listen, I will I would love to have him. I would love to have him. So. How old is he though? He's 32. He definitely in his thirties for sure. He's definitely in his third. I don't care how old that man is. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. So it definitely wouldn't. No, no. Okay, no. I say the age thing because it definitely wouldn't be a five-year deal. You feel me? So right. He's currently 32 at the moment. Okay, that ain't bad. Now was Melvin Ingram. He was right around that age, too. Mm-hmm. Anger like a year old. 31, maybe. What are y'all doing, my boy, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Twitch people, man. I ain't seen anybody. Are we got people on Twitch? <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a Twitch comment. Hey, I'm feeling that. Boogie lady, I'm. Everybody's on Boogie's head today. Everybody's hey. on Boogie's head today, man. Look. And, and Boogie will bar him out, too. I bet he can battle rap uh, Le'Veon Bell and, and 30 him. <laughs> Man, oh, yeah, he would smoke Le'Veon Bell, in my opinion. Smoke his boots. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's but, yeah. a pun. He would smoke his boots. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, but uh, would you be Slim interested in that, Robert Quinn? Slim is correct, though. 18 and a half sacks last year. Yeah. I mean, we that's need- what a guy like that. Yeah. I'd take nine and a half at this point. I mean, he did way more than Frank Clark, man. Frank Clark is younger, man. Like, what are we talking about here? What's you give <laughs> up for Quinn? Anybody? You say what? What y'all giving up for him? It's it, it's got to be a mid. It's got to be a mid round draft pick. It's so, would you go high as the third? Yeah. Um, I yeah, I would go as high as the third, for sure. I 
Can I give you a fourth and a seventh? So I'm with that too. Yeah, we on but Twitter, I, bro. I think it's gonna cost Twitch a little now. more than that. I think it's I think it'll cost a little more than that, but I think I think perfectly give them the pick that we got for Ryan uh Pauls, just give it right back to him. That's it. We got an extra third anyway, right? Right. Yeah, because we got we had we had a couple of comp picks this offseason. So is that slim slim? Where you been at, man? Yeah, slim, slim. Slim. He been here? Oh, I ain't seen this slim in a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Give us that comment. They're giving up both them thirds for Quinn. No, just one. No, I ain't giving nah, up two. Nah, two thirds. No. Absolutely. Yeah, that's when the A start to come in. Like, bro, you thirty two. I ain't giving you two thirds. <laughs> yeah. Twelve sacks this year. Would you say no? If if okay, so if 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 we could guarantee Robert Quinn gets twelve sacks this year, you would give up a third round. Two thirds was the question. Mm. That's still tough, man. Maybe like a third. That's a little, like a yeah, third that's and a little a high, fourth, man. Third and a fifth. <laughs> Guaranteed you 12 sacks? Guaranteed 12 sacks. Bro, I would think about it. Yeah, I would sleep on it. <laughs> I would. I'm doing but here's long term. Right. And if you think about it, we'll probably trade Chris Jones next year. And we get whoa, picks there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Boogie still don't <laughs> think that's a possibility. Boogie still I'm just thinking. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, what if? And Chris Jones, y'all seen the y'all seen the pick, the media uh, pick? Chris Jones looked big this year. Like he looked like a defensive tackle again. He didn't lose all that weight trying to be a defensive end like he did last year. He looks. Yeah, he he looked about 320 right now. Solid 320. Yeah, because he was trying to be – remember, he was trying to be like Reggie White because you got yeah. – you saw him wear that throwback jersey, Reggie White, that, when he was at the Eagles uniform. I'm like, Chris, that ain't you, bro. So. <laughs> that would be disrespecting Chris Jones. I don't like – Okay, hold on. Like, I'm not disrespecting him. I'm not saying I want to trade him. I'm yeah, just not saying – I'm just saying the possibility. I, I he needs to sign it. He's gonna do it. He needs to hurry up, get that extension. I wonder yeah. if we wait if we extend Orlando Brown, do we start to look at Chris Jones' contract? Like, all right, 29 million, bro. We need to we need to do something with this. <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna have, they're gonna have the talks. They're gonna have the talks for sure. Um, but like, I just don't expect. I don't think he should be expecting to get Aaron Donald type money. That's that's all. Aaron Donald got forty. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald. Yeah, he the highest paid. He the highest paid defensive player in the league now. So I wouldn't expect that. That's what Chuck been saying all the time. I mean, he should be, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he played in the two Super Bowls. He's he's clearly been the best defense tackle in the league um, for I don't know how long. It's been a very long time. I'll say that. And he's got he's got a ring now. So yeah, Aaron Donald he, he earned his money. And, and you talk about a guy that had twenty sacks in one season too. At defensive tackle, yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> so I give him, I give him thirty. I give him thirty. Yeah, if Donald got forty guaranteed, yeah, I can give. I mean, we already playing Chris Jones twenty nine million dollars right now. Yeah, because I mean, look, Aaron Donald just signed Here's a three year, a three year ninety five million dollar extension. And $25 million side bonus, man. So here's the thing. You would give him 30, but would Brett Veach give him 30? And I'm gonna tell you right now, I think the answer is no. How does how does Chris Jones? Chris Jones still 26? How does Chris Jones? Yeah, Chris. I think that's right. Chris is still pretty young. I thought he was. I thought he was 27. That's what I thought, but I could be wrong. Um, He's 27. I yep. just feel like this. Okay. 20. So, so, but if somebody come dangling a first, a third, and a seventh. I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> business is business, man. At the end I, of the day, I think so. I think Chris Jones. I don't think Chris Jones going nowhere because Carrington thought it was a good idea. So that already just blows it. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I just know if this offseason has taught me anything, it's that I don't know what the what the front office is thinking. As much as I would like to believe, I do not know. I thought they were going to keep Melvin Ingram. We saw how that went. I never thought I'd see Tyreek in a Miami Dolphins uniform, and there he went. Right. And Tyreek was and then right, we gave him like twenty five, twenty six million per year. We at least we offered him that. So what makes us think that Chris Jones would get thirty million per year here? Is Chris Jones the cornerstone player on the defense? Yes. As of right now? Yes. I'll probably say yes. Yes. That that would put so so you would have Chris, uh, Karlafis, uh Bolton, and then you got um, Sneed in the second. That's four. Yeah, bro. Chris is Chris is in he the cornerstone. Yeah, definitely. Chris is number one. Chris number one. Yes. Right now. Yes. Chris might be the best player on the deep. He, he might be the best player on the defense right now. <laughs> He is. Right, Mike, right damn, man. That's, that's what I said. I don't okay, know I didn't Mike. know how y'all was going to respond to him. So no, like, he definitely is. He definitely I is. I seen Boogie face. Boogie was like, don't say it. Don't that's, say it. Nah. Crazy, Chris, yeah, Chris Jones is the best player on the defense right now. Hey, if he gets, if he, if he, if he gets offered a $30 million per year deal here to stay, I mean, and he stays, I mean, I would be shocked. But I'll be like, hey, cool. Hey, if the cap two hundred forty million dollars, like they think it's gonna be, you got to put the money somewhere. <laughs> who else we gonna pay? I, who else we got to pay? Charlie, don't start doing that. I don't like your attitude right now. I'm not saying attitude. I don't like your body language, Kylie. Okay, this is all I want to say. 
is that I like Chris Jones, love having on him on the team. He's got great energy, but he is going to need to bring a little bit more next season. And we're talking about the best player on a defense that was not yeah, great. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to – our defense has to perform at a higher level, and that means he has to perform at a higher level. We can't accept, like, this average – just not been great i'm sorry we gotta improve and he has to bring more to the table next season if he wants to get paid more i'm not about to call him i'm not about to call him an average in the regular season like yeah. he does no, he does pretty well in the regular season i'm just more concerned about the playoffs man and i, I, mean, and I, and I saw i saw somebody comment you know saying how uh people were saying he didn't show up in the playoffs at all no that's no, I'm not saying that at all. That's not what I said. I mean, he has showed up in the playoffs before, but more times than not, he hasn't finished plays in the playoffs. Now, his best performance was in that Super Bowl we won. I give, I give you that because sure. I think he had like three pass deflections in like in the fourth quarter. Too. Or something. Yeah, in the fourth in quarter. Too. Yeah, he had a lot of key plays in that Super Bowl. Absolutely. So. And, and we forget, we kind of forget that Chris Jones is a defensive tackle. He's not supposed to be getting 12, 13, 14 sacks. That's right. And I don't expect that really from him. What are you supposed to be doing? Yeah, I don't expect that from him either, like that. Damn, you know, bro. I, understand, <laughs> I understand his position, but I just feel like I feel like his impact wasn't quite I feel like his impact wasn't there last postseason. That's just me. Like that Bengals game, they left a bitter taste in my mouth when he didn't finish uh two of those plays that could have went down to sacks. Do we give him a bit of a pass because they was playing around with the position? He's a defensive end. He's going to play tackle. He's going to do this on pass. Do we give him a little little bit of a pass for last year? I do because he's produced every year. Yeah. We can always yeah. say even if the defense has been good or bad, Chris Jones has produced. Right. Right. How many sacks did he have last season? Yeah, I, I, I will. Yeah, I will definitely yeah, give this job in the pass on last season. Last season was I, crazy. I feel like that's right because he was like gonna get an incentive at ten, maybe. But um, I did ask another Tuesday table talk question: Is how many sacks do we think he'll have next season? And I think the options were like six, eight, ten, or more than ten if he's playing his true position. Yeah, because he fell short of that incentive. He needed one more sack, and he couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. And, like, a third of sacks he got was against the Cowboys. That was, like, his best game of the regular season. I think he can get eight sacks this year, Kelly. Okay. So that's less I'm, than he had last year? I'm going to go with double digits. I'm going to go with double digits. Yeah, I'm, I, I got him down for 11, at least 11 sacks this year. That's yeah, tough, yeah. though. To be expecting that every year, that's crazy. That, yeah, for a defensive tackle. Yeah, hey, listen, crazy. the bar has been raised by one Aaron Donald, so. <laughs> my my yeah, goal is, my goal is if Chris can can be crazy in the middle, that will force a quarterback into Frank, into Karloffis, into the Robert Kim, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so even if he didn't get 10 sacks, but they both got nine or ten. That's a win for you know. That's a win period for the team. But that's also because of Chris Jones. You gotta pay attention to Chris Jones. 
when when yeah. when when uh Arizona comes in here week one, where is Chris Jones at? You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's he's part of he's a focal point. He definitely is. He has to be. Yeah, Chris Jones knows he'll get that attention. Definitely. Like he's gonna be facing a, <laughs> a lot of double teams this year. Ooh, Look, 17 and a half. If he gets 17 and a half, y'all better pay him that money. Man. But listen, I, 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 I also think that Kevin the Trucker made a Jeezy reference too. Oh, seventeen uh, five. Yeah. Kylie said she wants two ones if he gets 17. <laughs> if he get 10 sacks, he's worth 30. Uh, agreed. Agreed. I'm with it. Because he's also a leader. Like, it's not just about him racking up sacks. He's a leader on the team. He's an experienced guy at this point with such a young defense. Like, we definitely need him out there. Want him on the team. Just saying. I don't know. I what the like said, he's not thinking. old yet either, man. Nah, he's, he's still young. Man. He's still young. And yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> so, so um, in other news. <laughs> In other news, uh, Jared McKinnon got re-signed back here on a one-year deal. And we had mentioned in chat, like, it was like, you was like, country, you specifically, you was like, man, how many running backs they going to keep? And I, and I just felt like they trying to find some reliability in that running back room, I feel like. That's why all these running backs are on the roster right now. So, with that being said, like, how you guys think the final running back room is going to shape out once camp ends? Like, who's going to still be on the roster and who's going to be cut? But you say reliability, and then you mentioned McKinnon, and he missed like eight games last year. But when he did play, he was very productive. When but you said reliability, play. he missed like eight games last year, right? Yeah, I'm aware of that. So but is he reliable? He wasn't on the radar in the first half of the season. If right? I need you to pick me up five times and you only do it three times, are you reliable? So what they pay him? They probably didn't pay him that much. He probably was like the veteran minor, minimum. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Okay. Yeah. So, um, when he played last season, he was very explosive. So to your point, didn't like there were a lot of games that he wasn't out there. But I also think there were a lot of times where they didn't use him because he is a smaller guy who can get hurt. So saving him for the right moments, the right times. But if you put him out here, the guy is, in my opinion, I'm happy that they're bringing him back. He's explosive. He is a he is physical. He's aggressive. He can block. Like those are the kind of things that we need. Because who else is doing that on our on our in our running back room? Yeah, is we it, don't know how. It, we don't know aware, how Ronald, right, we don't know how Ronald Jones is going to look in this system either. You know, it's going to be interesting. Right. When, when Cleveland cut Kareem Hunt, that's what it's going to get. What? Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> they need to cut Deshaun Watson. You know damn well. All you right. know damn well that Kareem Hunt can cut. Right, we're not going to talk about Deshaun here, man. We're not going to talk about I ain't to say about Deshaun. <laughs> yeah, we, we're nah. not going to go there, man. No, nah, people saying, nah. well, that, that's it for Clyde. Like, no. Um. I, if I was Derek Gore, I would be a little bit concerned. Um, what about you think we're going to keep the fullback? I like Burton, but Burton, Burton yeah. gives a lot on special teams too. So, 
And Burton was the fourth and one guy all year last year. You know what I'm saying? For real. Him and Blake Bell, they I don't know how many fourth downs or third downs they converted when it was third and one, third and short, fourth and short. So Four running backs. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It just, it, it kind of depends on like how many slots are open on the practice squad. I mean, yeah, you I mean it's a possibility. Sure. Yeah, you give him yeah. more. Like then, you said, McKinnon played good when he played. You, you saving him for certain situations. I think that's what Reed trying to get. They got all four running backs to do different stuff in different situations. Yeah, they got um, all of them different. Like how they use Williams was our receiving running back. They got mm -hmm. certain running backs for certain things. Right, you got Pacheco. You got Pacheco. Like, like, what's his role gonna be on the team? I think he's gonna be more special teams. I don't think he's gonna be much of a running back this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree on that. McKinnon came up big though in playoffs. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Clyde, it's gotta be Clyde, Rojo, and McKinnon, just off rip, those for the top three slots. Yeah, yeah. You need too much argument there. I think, I think the 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 the, the biggest training camp battle is gonna be wide receiver and uh, cornerbacks. Hmm. Yeah, those apparently, apparently Josh Gordon is kicking ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, uh, I just think it's funny that Boogie's laughing. Boogie not sold on it, man. On, Boogie not sold Boogie on it. Boogie ain't been on Twitter this week. All they've been talking about is Josh Gordon, bro, for real. I'm not saying it's true. I ain't seen him. All right, my thing is this with Josh Gordon, man. Like, is this going <laughs> to translate to him moving up to the depth chart and him actually doing something? Like, at this point, I'm just like, look, I got to I gotta see. I got to see it on the field when the game starts. If you get of that course. opportunity. Yeah, it's way too. Yeah. No. I mean, that all-season stuff, it sounds good and all, but I'm like, hey, I'm just waiting till the game starts, man. They said he looked like Megatron in practice last year, didn't they? Right, that was Tyron. <laughs> Tyron said that. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. I, I hope he is that, but come on. We're not, no, nah, man. We can't do that. Not not before 4th of July, man. Come on. Man. Hey, who's the, who's the other kid? The other wide receiver? Um, I think he was with Tom Brady. Justin Watson? Uh, yeah. They've been talking him up a little bit, too. So, but they was talking, um, What's that kid, Anthony something? They was talking about him, then they cut him the next week. Um, damn, what was that dude's name? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stumped. I'm stumped. But somebody know. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I but yeah, I see the tweets from P. Sweeney, man. You know, he was he was talking about how Josh Gordon uh shook the heck out of Willie Gay and you know. And Patrick uh, completed no look pass to him and stuff like that. Like just trying to get the hype going and all that. But I'm just like, hey, said, I got to see it on the field, man. My boy said he looks slow as hell in media. <laughs> 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 
I mean, because look, look, Andy Reid before like a few days ago, he was saying he was running better, he's catching better, and he's playing hard. But I'm a way see type dude. I'm a way see type dude, man. We from the show me state here. You gotta show me. <laughs> Bottom line, you gotta show me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying not to get overhyped over all these videos, but it's hard. Man, the videos work, don't they? <laughs> yeah. The videos will get you hyped. We was loving Justin Ross last week. But <laughs> then then they show MVS making catches. You like, ooh, like they know what they're doing. The game is good. Right. My, I, I'm just I'm just a at the end of the day, man, no videos, they don't work on me like how they used to when I was younger and stuff. You know, I mean, it's oh, good, yeah, you the... don't fall for it. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I don't, man. I, I got to see it on the field. Well, but I got to like, see it at St. Joe at least, man. Yeah, I'm ready for camp. I'm, I'm really ready for camp to get here because I'm definitely ready to see the wide receiver and cornerback room and how they compete and stuff. And you how know, that plays out. you know, Boogie is the last guy you got to convince. You got to be, it got to be six games for Boogie to get it. <laughs> Boogie I mean, don't be giving it up that easy. Oh. Not, respectfully, you see how Josh's going in career, man. We can't we can't hop right out there even with a good performance. We gotta be he getting graded different than any other player. That's just is what it is. And and he's had an extra year to learn the playbook, connect with Pat. Like you can't get it in, in mini camp or training camp, like it's not gonna get. It's just not gonna happen. Sorry. Oh, I got another uh, possible uh, future table Tuesday talk question. Um, <laughs> is this the most hype you've been to watch preseason games since since Pat's rookie year? It's up there. It's definitely up there. I'm trying yeah. to think of who else I wanted to see in preseason. Besides, nah, man, it's yeah. – we got a lot of young talent. We got a we lot, got a lot of, young of new talent. faces that I want to see. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I want to see how it looks. And we already know it's going to be vanilla and they're not going to show that much. But, right. man, I am looking to see. I want to see Kane. I want to see the rest of the guys from last year. Uh, Cornell Powell. I want to see Kane, though. I want to see – all them other guys they brought in, I definitely want to see them new linebackers, how they look. They say Nick Bolton's looking good with the green dot on his helmet, so I want to see how that looks. I want to see how McDuffie and – yeah. That's Man, so, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that somebody else Wait, got the green dot. <laughs> That's why I'm happy I got low expectations for the defense. So when they, they do good and they grow this year, I can – I can uh, be happy, man. You'd rather be defense gonna be that good. Oh, we weren't that good last year. We're gonna go through some growing pains like we did last year. You know yeah. what I mean? Just because this is a younger group, but I think they do get better as the season goes along. So I mean, I got mm -hmm. I got faith in this young group for the long haul. So it's gonna be. And it's space. different when young players mess up than when veteran players messing up. Right. Mm -hmm. you big difference. Yeah. Hey, let's take this question from uh, Sam White. Oh, my bad. My bad, Sam. Out of all the unknowns. Hey, dude. 
Chill. Out of all the unknowns, what's the most have? What's the must have this season? George Kalafis would be huge if he just destroyed us. So, what's the must have? Oh, man, I, I think I think. Hold on, let me see that question again. Okay. All right, so I'm interested to see how big of a role Brian Cook has in his defense, because everybody talking about because because all the Cincinnati guys that's been around him say that he could be a better pro than what he was in college. And I'm interested to see how quickly that translates. And I'm interested to see how much more effective he is, if that's the case. Damn, well, he just said that. My fault, country. Hold on. That's crazy when he just said that. I forgot. It's crazy. We I forgot about Justin Reed. We really do got a lot of different people on defense. Like, it's completely different, man. Mm-hmm. There's like five core players that I can think of from last season, and that's Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Sneed, Willie Gay, and Nate Bolton. I'm sure I'm missing Thornhill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six. But hey, but well, Bug, I mean, last how year much is Book last year? You was one of those guys that was preaching we need like five to six different starters last year. To add to that defense, I'm sorry I cut you off, Kyle. Okay. Um, I think I I, I want to see I want to see them young linebackers look good. I want to see them as a, a unit on the field. Cause yeah. even when <laughs> look, sometimes the D line would look okay or look good, even great at times in that linebacker corner last year would just let them down and sometimes the secondary would look good and then that linebacking core would just let them down like so I'm, I'm really curious to see the young boys in the linebacking core yeah. I, and I think they floating under the radar because there's so many new people too so that would be good I'm going to be very lenient with that linebacking core because I, I understand <laughs> completely I hate Kevin. Nope. <laughs> Ooh, you got a point. Oh, man. <laughs> we talking about practice, man. We yeah. talking about practice. Not a right. game. They know Not the a play. game. They know the play. They know Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, that's – that's uh, when we get to the bowl prediction show, this is going to be fun. That 53 <laughs> – D-Man Chief, and yes, I'm ready to see Leo because Leo looks like he's ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And like in the photo shoots they was doing. Didn't George come out and say he lost he lost 10 to 15 pounds already? He said Columbus? He lost the freedom. He oh, said he oh. lost did he lost or gain 10 pounds? Dude, I hope gain. I mean oh. As a defensive end, you probably want him leaner so he can more – I think he lost, like – he probably lost some bad weight. You you know what I'm saying? Not like right. he just looking skinny. <laughs> did you see that right. Photoshop they did on Frank Clark where he looked like he was, like, boogie size? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I was like, no, no way. <laughs> Bruh, that was so dirty for that one, bro. <laughs> Hey, Boogie ain't been on Twitter in a minute, uh, but they had photoshopped the picture of Frank Clark at his camp, and he was like, 
like sickly small, bro. It was like, what's going on with Frank? That was like the caption, like, what's going on with Frank? And then immediately he had an Instagram workout video. The next five minutes, they popped up. <laughs> <laughs> But back to George Carlotis for a second. He said he lost 10 or 15 pounds during the 10 or 15 pounds during the pre-draft pre-draft process because he was focusing on working on the strength and like his mobility and speed. So that's those are the main things he was focusing on when he lost that weight. Oh, okay. And he's huge. He's a big dude. Like we seen him. He's a big dude. Pause. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> First preseason game is August 13th, I think. It's close. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're down to, like, less than 90 days before the season. Like, man. Yeah, definitely less than that. Remember when yeah, we were kids? Y'all remember when we were kids and the summer felt like forever? Like, summer felt like it was, like, six months long. And now summer feel like it's, like, three weeks. <laughs> right. We was kicking right. it. We was kicking it over the summer, too. We was enjoying it as kids. They set us up, man. They set all kids up by giving us summer vacation. You should have just went to school year-round. Because now when you're an adult, you miss those summer vacations. Like, I ain't got to do that for, like, two months. I ain't got to go to work. I ain't got to go to school. Man, they, they robbed us, bro. It's, it's, it's unfair, bro. Public service announcement. It's unfair. We should go to school year-round so we don't get used to that summer vacation. Because that, that was a lie. And y'all lied to us. Because there are no vacations when you're an adult. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you good, bro. <laughs> it's true, though, bro. Like, man. Anyway, <laughs> so just to, just before we wrap things up, um, as far as we know, we got a big event going on right now, sports. You know, the NBA Finals and stuff. The Warriors up three to two. All right, so do the Warriors close it out, or do the Celtics come back and win it in seven? Who cares? No, nah, you care. You care a little bit. I care a little bit. Damn, Jason Tatum, man. Stop turning the ball over, man. I think it goes to seven. Oh, okay. And who you got in seven? You know what she got. The Warriors. Okay. Yeah, I think Celtics will just all in. Was it Thursday? Yep, game six on Thursday. And then the Warriors. Oh, Boogie, what you got on there, bro? I think same thing. I, I don't know. know. If, Steph, if Steph plays. Oh. You did? At first I did, but after they lost that game, I'm, I got Warriors in seven. Boston not winning two more games, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I mean, Boston, they know. they To me, they know right. they're done, man. Whether it's in six or seven, they know they're uh, they in trouble right now. But I know Country's going to be the lone guy and sticking with Boston. So it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Uh, game six is going to be – I think game six is going to be a classic. It's going to be down to the wire. So I'm rooting for Draymond to get suspended for game seven. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, I bet you are. I bet you are, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think after last night, 
usually if you win game five, you win the series. So you can't really play with history like that. But we'll see, man. I think Boston win the next one because it's in Boston, right? Yeah, game six is in Boston. Mm-hmm. It, it's just going to be hard to go to Golden State and beat them in front of E40 and Jay-Z at the same time, bro. It's just going to be difficult. I mean, a lot of people... A lot of people expect Boston to win game six just because they back at home, but, like, you got Clay Thompson on the road, and he does his thing at game sixes. And then Steph Clay Curry is going to play. Clay Thompson in, in a year and a half, bro. Right. Clay has had Chill. those games in these playoffs, fam. No. And, and, Steph, and Steph Curry is not going to shoot that bad again, bro. So that's not going to be easy for Boston. You talk about a lot of pressure from your home fans to extend the game seven. You think, you think Andrew Wiggins is going to come with another career playoff game, too? No, he he, 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 he may. He, he may. Put up some good production. Yeah, Wiggins been balling out. Like Wiggins, Wiggins found, mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I think you Wiggins might have found a whole tweet. <laughs> you said what? You don't think Wiggins been balling? No, I said he has been balling. No, I'm talking about country. Oh no, I, I didn't say he, he has. I'm care. saying can he keep? I'm saying can he keep doing that? He's been balling, yeah. He might be finals MVP. Oh, guys, don't start that. No. Please don't start that, Dawson. No. Let's cut it out, man. Listen, Wiggins has been great, but stop it, He's dude. been more consistent than your boy. Relax. That's the first bad game Steph has had, dude. Steph's still averaging 31 6 and 6, man. Let's knock it off. Let's knock it off. Right. right. Thank you. I agree. Steph is no. If, if Steph has another bad game and Wiggins has another good game, I would – I could maybe have this argument with you, but Steph. Okay, and two minutes ago, Chuck gonna say, "Well, you know, Clay on the road. He ain't said nothing about Steph on the road, did he?" You cut me off. Let I me said ask Steph, you this. I, I said Steph's not, I said Steph is not gonna have another bad game in. again. I said Steph's not gonna have another bad game again. Let me ask you again. this: okay. Would the Warriors win without Steph? Without him in the lineup? No, yeah. no, absolutely okay. not. But I think they could win without Wiggins. So, okay, yeah. I'll just say this: the '96 Bulls would beat the Warriors and the Lakers. Hell Why yeah! Shaq Hell. Why Shaq Duh. Duh. That's no, Shaq said they. Shaq said they would beat the Bulls and and the Warriors, the Lakers. Man, Shaq, Shaq is not Hakeem Olajuwon, bro. So no, oh. they wouldn't beat the they wouldn't beat the '96 Bulls. They, now, because the Bulls they did struggle with the Rockets back then. Like during their first three peak, the Rockets were beating the Bulls. I think it was like five and one against the Bulls during that. It's the difference between struggling and losing. I'm just. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I got three centers to throw in Shaq to get him in foul trouble. I got yeah. Jordan on Kobe. I got Pippen on who cares. So, yeah, Bulls and six. And the Warriors. They can beat the Warriors too. We KD. Ooh. No, I can see that too. I can see that too. So, I like it. Yeah. The Bulls is playing in the tougher era of basketball, man. Right. I'll take the 96 Bulls over anyone. Over everybody. I really yeah. want to bring up LeBron Jackson, but we ain't got time. 
So uh, we don't have time. We gotta go. Yeah, yeah, let's not before y'all piss me off again. Anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't have time for that. I gotta go because you gonna say some bull. You gonna say some bull. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah, yeah, you gonna you gonna say some bull, but. Hey man. But real quick though, man, shout out to um, I will I, I will give LeBron credit in this matter. You know, oh shout out to him and Adam Sandler for that hustle movie. That hustle Wait, movie what, on Netflix. What, what, what? Say it again. Say it again. Loud. I can hear you. I'm sorry. Listen, the hustle movie that was executive produced by Adam Sandler and LeBron James. It was a good, <laughs> solid movie. Wow. I watched it over the weekend. So major props to that. Major props to them for that movie. So major props to who? I'm not gonna say it again. You just gotta hit the rewind button. So, Chuck, take us out. <laughs> no, nah, we cut that clip up. up. That clip going on the internet this week. That boy Chuck, gave take us out before they take it. That boy gave <laughs> LeBron a compliment. I, I ain't yeah, never I, I, Chuck. Yeah, I, I can do that every now and then. I do that every now and then. Oh, but with up. that. Well, whatever. But with that being said, I'd like to appreciate everybody for tuning. Thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Till the next episode, we out of here.